I'm shooting this at 1230 in the morning and I might regret it tomorrow. But not as much as OBJ regrets being on the Rams right now. Nation. Welcome to another episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. <laughs> oh, super teams. Grassi, and today we are going to be doing week 11 top 10 teams in the power rankings. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new patrons and YouTube members. First on the Patreon side of things, we have Michael Hutchinson, we have Salt, and we have Tristan. A big shout out and thank you to you all. And over on the YouTube side of things, we have Craig Craigers Delesque, we have Joshua Phillips, we have Salt again, and we have Tyler Lamoureux. A big shout out and thank you to you all. So it's that part of the week where I was like, you know what, maybe I could sleep on this, just put this out early on Tuesday morning, you know, get a good night's sleep. But I don't really think it's going to matter at this point because the power rankings are just chaos. We are in a world of chaos with the NFL this year in that I said on Monday on GPS, oh, given how the NFL is going, yeah, the 49ers are going to probably blow out the Rams. And that's exactly what happened. Anybody can win any single day of the week. Hell, if they start doing Tuesday and Wednesday football games again, I'm sure there'll be upsets. It just seems that there are so many crazy games this year. It's just impossible to try and come up with a top 10 ranking. But this is my best shot. So starting off with number 10, back into the power rankings, out of the basement, and now king of the AFC West, you got the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs, listen... I still need some convincing that they're good. You know, they beat the Aaron Rodgers-less Green Bay Packers and not convincingly last week. This week, however, though, oh, you saw the old Patty Mahomes, who still missed a few throws, but good God, man. 406 yards, five touchdowns. This looked like the Patrick Mahomes and Chiefs offense of old. Winning 41-14 to over their division rival, the Raiders, who... Yeah, that's, that's just a whole nother dumpster fire. But here, uh, you had Kelsey going over 100 yards receiving. Williams, their running back, going over 100 yards receiving here. Still didn't have like the greatest run game, but Williams has provided this kind of spark in the past couple of weeks. They had double-digit points in the last three quarters of the game. And the Chiefs, they looked impressive. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tip my hat to them. The real test is gonna come next week when they're going to play a playoff contending team in the Cowboys, who absolutely smashed the Falcons. They'll still be on this list as we go on later in the episode. But right now, the Chiefs, they're number one in their division. They've crawled up from the basement. Let's see how long Lenny can stay there. Number nine, you got the LA Rams. Woof. They get Von Miller. We're going to win. Now, I know he doesn't play last week, but they get defeated by the Titans soundly. They go out and get OBJ. People are already crowning them and saying, hey, you're our Super Bowl champs. They get annihilated by the San Francisco 49ers on Monday night football. 10 points. 10 whole points. The offense 
was horrendous. No run game to speak of whatsoever. A total of 53 yards amongst everybody. Matthew Stafford, man, started off this game and it was ugly. And this isn't the first time he's thrown multiple picks this year. But one pick six, horrendous. Before that, just bombed it to OBJ who just stopped running on the route. That got picked as well. And they just never had a rhythm going at all. And even more shockingly was the defense. Von Miller, I thought, was supposed to help with that run D. And they ran all over him. I mean, Debo Samuel alone, 97 yards and one touchdown in terms of passing. And then ran for 36 and a touchdown on the ground. He had a phenomenal week. I don't know if this is just, hey... We lost Robert Woods, which is a big blow. On top of that, OBJ and Von Miller, this is their first game with the Rams. There's going to be some growing pains. But considering how good we thought this team was, they've had some pretty humiliating losses. And on Monday night, that was a big one. So the Rams are heading into a bye week, and they needed desperately. However, when they come out of that bye week, they will be facing the Green Bay Packers. So... We'll see uh, how they can regroup during the bye week. Number eight, you got the Baltimore Ravens. Well, if there was any week for an ugly loss, they picked the right one because nobody else in the AFC North won. You had the Steelers who tied, you had the Browns who got their ass kicked, and the Bengals, they were just staying home. But this was an ugly loss to the Dolphins. Uh, 22 to 10, Jackson was the leading rusher, but it was only with 39 yards. They were shut out for two quarters. The defense, they couldn't stop the Dolphins in the fourth quarter. Brissett got injured. You had Tua come in and he was injured, but the Dolphins still scored 16 points in the fourth quarter and the Ravens just could not put the Dolphins away and couldn't get anything going on offense. The Ravens have dealt with so many injuries this year and I'm wondering if this is just finally catching up to them. I still think the Ravens are a good football team. Lamar Jackson is a game changer, but if they put out the kind of performance they did on Thursday night, they're going to be out of the playoffs real quick. Number seven, you got the New England Patriots who are climbing up the ladder. Had them at number 10 last week, and here they are dominated the Browns, who I know didn't have Nick Chubb, and that was a game changer. With the Patriots missing some pieces as well, didn't matter. They had an amazing ground game. Stevenson, 100 yards, two touchdowns, and they walloped the Browns 45-7. to The Patriots absolutely smothered the Browns' offense. They couldn't get anything going. Mac Jones, 198 yards, three touchdowns, went 19 for 23. People are calling him the rookie of the year already, and he had a very, very efficient game. I talked about it multiple times. The Patriots' defense is really freaking fracking good. If that offense can establish that ground game and Mac Jones can play mistake-free football, they are a tough team to beat. The Browns found that out the hard way, and the Patriots are getting closer and closer to the Bills on top of the AFC East. Number six, you got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <sighs> Losing to the Washington football team, and I know Gronk is out, AB is out, but in this game, Tom Brady struggled. Had two interceptions, one not completely his fault, but one really, really bad one. Could not stop Taylor Heinke. That defense just struggled with him. The run game again, not great. 53 yards total. And I know this team definitely needs to get healthy. And I'm not going to say the sky is falling for Tampa, but maybe this was a wake-up call in which you had a Washington football team, which was not really good, come in and beat. And pretty soundly, they won by 10 points, and I know they got it at the very end. 
but they kept the ball away from Tom Brady and they were able to come away with a W. Wildflower's really happy this week and the Buccaneers, who don't have the most difficult schedule ahead of them, are going to wonder, hey, did this cost some significant seeding in the NFC? Number five, back into the top five, into my good graces, you got the Buffalo Bills. I removed them from the top 10 just out of principle for losing to the Jaguars in the way that they did, but they get to come back after absolutely ending Mike White's MVP season because they destroyed them 45 to 17. Bills defense forced four interceptions. Micah Hyde was a monster in this game. The defense and the offense was everything you wanted to see. Stephon Diggs, 162 yards. Gabriel Davis, over 100 yards. Josh Allen still had a pick, but this was what you were expecting to see. Now, it is still the Jets, right? But it's a division rival, and this was the kind of bounce back game the Bills needed to have. They're back in the top five. And again, with the Patriots right behind them like the T-Rex in the rearview mirror from Jurassic Park, they better keep winning football games. Number four, you got the Dallas Cowboys. Bouncing back after a humiliating loss against the Denver Broncos, they decimated the Falcons 43-3. Three interceptions for that defense. The run game was great. Zeke getting multiple touchdowns. Dak looking freaking great. And this really put them back on track. The Falcons, they couldn't breathe. I started Matt Ryan in fantasy, and God help my soul. That did not do anything for me. The Cowboys did what they were supposed to do, though. Now, again, they are going to be facing the Chiefs next week, which is going to be a great test for that team. The Cowboys are still going to win that division. However, now we're looking at seeding, and next week could go a long way. Number three. You got the Arizona Cardinals. I'm not punishing them too bad. They were my number one team last week, but they lost to the Panthers and pretty soundly. But Colt McCoy back in, no Kyler Murray, no DeAndre Hopkins, no Chase Edmonds, and it was just too much. But again, the shocking thing was the defense. They didn't get a single sack on P.J. Walker or Cam Newton, and they allowed 17 points in the first quarter, and they were just never able to recover from that. The offense was stagnant, which you kind of understand and get, but the defense was really disappointing here. The Cardinals are another team. They need to get healthy. Hopefully, the decision to sit Murray and sit guys like Hopkins, they're just preserving them from the long stretch because right now they are still in control of their division. They're obviously still going to make the playoffs if they continue to play decently well. And so now the Cardinals are sitting back going, okay, what the hell do we do? Also, Kyler Murray, please get healthy. And number two, it was honestly a toss-up between the one and two. I put the Green Bay mother-loving Packers, and I think that you have a strong argument for the number one here. The only game that they've lost since week one was last week against the Chiefs, in which they didn't even have Aaron Rodgers. And here... They gave Russell Wilson his first shutout loss in his career. And the Packers defense, man, it's for real. Shutting down Kyler Murray, Patrick Mahomes, and Russell Wilson in back-to-back-to-back weeks. Yes, they are a top three defense right now in points allowed and in yards allowed. They are for real. No Zadarius Smith, no Jair Alexander. They're still getting it done. Thankfully, avoiding major injuries like Rashawn Gary, who's going to potentially play on Sunday. Aaron Jones is only expected to miss a couple of weeks, which is great. 
The offense definitely struggled until the fourth quarter, and you could put that on a lot of things. One, that the Seattle defense actually played pretty well, and two, Aaron Rodgers just getting in the building the day before the game, not able to go through the walkthroughs or have any in-person practice, and I think that that definitely showed. Rodgers talked about this and how LaFleur had to kind of adjust the playbook for him, had a lot of run plays called early on, etc. Speaking of run plays, A.J. Dillon had a phenomenal game, becoming a receiving threat, scoring two touchdowns, and that's everything that you want to see he'll definitely be able to carry the torch heading into those weeks without Aaron Jones. The Packers right now, if they're able to awaken that offense, are going to be a very tough team to stop. Right now, they are the number two team just because the team in front of them has a better winning streak. They've played some really good quality opponents. And so right now, the Packers are number two. But watch out. They're coming for that number one spot again. And number one, Nashville. This is the Moment you've been waiting for. You got the Tennessee Titans. A close game against the Saints. And I, I almost put you down at number two. Because not only was it a close game against Trevor Simeon. But really, the only reason you won that game was because of that roughing the passer call. Which uh, extended that drive in the red zone. Which really shouldn't have. But listen, no Derrick Henry. And it showed. Because they had no run game this week. At all. But Tannehill, 19 for 27, 213 yards, one touchdown, also had a rushing TD. Tannehill played pretty darn well. Four sacks for the defense, which is what you wanted. And the Titans have the luxury of not really having a difficult schedule ahead of them. They still play teams like the Texans twice. And so they're going to be able to win this division as long as they stay ahead of the Colts, which it looks like they're going to be able to do. It's all going to be how do we manage without Derrick Henry and how do we still do well? Guys like A.J. Brown were non-existent for that game. I know he's dealing with some injuries. But the Titans found a way to win. They continue their win streak. And for that, I got to give them my respect and they're my number one team this week. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. How do you feel about these top 10 power rankings? Which teams do you think should be in here? Teams like the Saints, the Panthers? Let me know. You guys tell me at TomGrossyComedy.com or TomGrossyComedy on all social media. See you down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course, YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassy. And as always, go back, go.